What is the deal, everybody? Once again, it is the Sick Podcast with the Raiders recap, and we are back again for another episode. Today, we got to dive into what happened yesterday with Jimmy Garoppolo, the, the Jimmy Garoppolo sign, and what does that mean for the rest of the season and what the outlook on the offseason could be. Some of the other signings we got into and our most newest addition on the offense, Jacoby Myers, just signed this morning. So, you know, we got to get into it and talk what else we could potentially do to fill out this roster. So, Sammy, go ahead, play me in, man, and uh, let's get this thing started. Turn up your volume because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Raiders Recap. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast. It's going to be sick. Once again, it is the Sick Podcast with the Raiders recap. Make sure y'all tapping on that like and subscribe button, man. Keep helping the channel grow, and it is much appreciated. So, I have finally come down off my ledge, and I have finally got some sleep on the Jimmy Garoppolo thing, and I have my now very calm and precise, uh, uh, accurate, what I want to say as far as, you know, to wrap it up for the Jimmy Garoppolo thing. And this is what I want to say. Now that I've slept on it, although I do not, I still don't really like the move because it's a lateral move. You know what I mean? Like it did, it didn't help us get better in any way. Um, um, I feel like we still plateaued, but at the end of the day, what I can say the positive on it would be the contract situation. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're giving him less money than you would have been giving Derek Carr in this situation, which, you know, can't be too mad at. At least we have, room to sign other players but at the same time it's like he doesn't you know like Garoppolo doesn't win this division you know what I mean he does not win this division so basically what you're telling me is that you have to fill out this roster you know what I mean around Jimmy Garoppolo hopefully this still means that the Raiders are going to be taking a quarterback in this draft it is I have seen reports coming out that the Raiders will sticker still take a quarterback in the draft but now we don't know what what round would that be you know what I mean um when you really take a good look at the Jimmy Garoppolo contract the way it's structured it's low-key structured as a one-year deal you know what I mean I mean technically it is a three-year deal but the way that they structured it and and, and loaded the money up it's technically a one-year deal now is it a one-year prove-it deal or is it a one-year mentorship deal? You get what I'm saying? Because if you're going to tell me that your thought process is still to go quarterback in that first round, then I can see why that you know one year out is in that contract, especially we already been talking about the, the rookie quarterbacks, you know what I mean? And, and primarily there are two rookie quarterbacks in this draft class that I think need a year too mature, too groom, and to really simmer into the NFL game. You know what I mean? And that would be Anthony Richardson and Will Levis. Now, if you tell me one of those two are, are your options at seven with Jimmy Garoppolo starting this year and next year, you will be, you know, you, you'll be rolling with one of them guys. It's a little easier pill to swallow. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I need to, as a fan base and me, and our fan base, we need to understand that this regime is going to sign players 
that they are comfortable with. At the end of the day, bro, we we looking at all these star players getting signed. This regime is going to spend the money on players that they're comfortable with and or have worked with in the past. You get what I'm saying? So it seems we are going down the safe route as far as grabbing somebody, as far as quarterback. We're going down the safe route in saying that, uh, you know, this is going to be the guy to lead us into a sustainable you know, type of winning culture. But at the end of the day, I think, well, I hope that this front office does not think that this puts you over the top. Like, damn the record, bro. Like, this don't put you over the top at all, especially with the roster, the way that it's looking. You know what I mean? So we, for everybody that was like me and wasn't really feeling the Jimmy Garoppolo thing, and let's put this out there in the air because Raiders Twitter is so goddamn negative, bro. Like, let, let's let's put it like this. And I, I did add to the negativity yesterday, but let's put it like this, right? Me, although I did not want Jimmy Garoppolo, if this man comes out here and balls out, shit, I'd be the first one. I will be the first one to admit that what I was talking about was bullshit. I will be the first one. I do not care. If he comes out here and balls the fuck out, that's what we want. That's what we want. That means I was wrong. And that means that the Raiders are winning games. And and that's the ultimate goal at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Shit. We we, we got him out here. I'll be gladly to give him all the nicknames Jimmy wants. Porn star Jimmy. Whatever the fuck Jimmy wants to be called, Jimmy will be called if he comes here and starts winning games. But, you know what I mean? As As the roster stands right now around Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm not really feeling it. Now, offensively, offensively, we can play with anybody right now. The, even with Jimmy Garoppolo in this lineup, we can play with anybody. I mean, you got the best receiver in the league, top three tight end, best running back in the league. You just signed Jacoby Myers. Gets, gets me into my Jacoby segment. But we just signed Jacoby Myers this morning, you know what I mean, to add to that wide receiver room. Now you have him, Hunter Renfro, and Devontae Adams. It's kind of... It's a little iffy for me signing Jacoby Myers. Now, the deal was a good deal. It's a three-year, $33 million deal, pretty much basically 11 per year. But um, my my issue with signing Jacoby right now is that he played a lot of snaps in the slot last year for the New England Patriots. Now, granted, they had Matt fucking Patricia calling plays, whatever, and, and it wasn't a, a Josh McDaniel scheme. But at the end of the day, uh, he was playing primarily in the slot, and we already have a slot in Hunter Renfro. So I don't know if that could spell that Hunter might be getting traded. Because at the end of the day, I, I was hearing a lot of rumblings in the offseason about Hunter's name being thrown out there and trade talks and all this other stuff. So signing Jacoby, does that mean that Hunter's time as a Raider is coming to an end? Or was Jacoby, is Jacoby, the Mac Hollins replacement because Mac Hollins is probably not coming back at this point now. So is he the Mac Hollins replacement? We shall see. Um, I have to go back, watch some tape, watch some film on what he looks like. Jacoby Myers looked like in the Josh McDaniel system. You know what I mean? We have to go back and see when Myers was playing with McDaniels, what he was doing, what role he had carved out for him. So that is going to be an interesting thing. Now, That's all for our offensive signings. And me, I keep saying we don't need any more fucking offensive signings, bro. I mean, yes, 
our guard situation, right guard situation is in shambles right now, bro. Like if they roll out there with fucking Alex bars again, I'm going to be sick. Like, no way you can do that again. And, and it seems as though, you know, Andre James is going to be staying. Everybody thought that he was going to be getting cut or traded. It seems like he's going to stay. Of course, we got Colton Miller. We got Dylan Parham there on the left guard. But our, our right side is in flux. You know what I mean? Our right side of the offensive line is in flux. Right tackle, we got Thayer Munford. But at the end of the day, man, Thayer Munford, you know, he was a rookie last year. And he showed some flashes of being a starter caliber, you know, tackle. But at the end of the day, me personally, he has to work on his body. He has to work on his feet. You know what I mean? He he has to work on his hand placement. There was a lot of things that he was struggling with last year, especially with those speedy guys or, you know, stuff like that, that he was struggling with, that he couldn't really move his feet, couldn't get his hands on them. That I feel like uh, if he comes back and works on it this year, gets his body right, he will be a very viable starting right guard. Now, the problem is we have a, I mean, right tackle, but the problem is we still have a right guard problem. Now, we signed the Tay Moody um you know before the the free agency opens so he might be able to add on to that but at the end of the day bro the way the offensive line is looking right now I do not like the way it's looking especially if you're gonna give me Jimmy Glasshouse Garoppolo back there you feel what I'm saying like this motherfucker is made of glass there's no fucking way you could come out there with a a a bottom tier offensive line with this quarterback bro like you you had reliable Derek Carr for a time, bro. But at the end of the day, we moved on from that. This guy right here has injury concerns. We cannot go out there with a shitty old line, bro. It's not going to work. Or the season's going to be a very long season. And you're going to see me coming back here a very unhappy camper. So that, as far as the offensive goes, those, I mean, you really only got to spend money on the guard and tackle position. But at the end of the day, with all the signings that we made today, Yesterday, the Raiders are now sitting at about $23 million. You know what I mean? In cap space at this point. So for what we've spent and what we have left, I'm pretty disappointed right now in the offseason. I mean, yesterday you signed Marcus Epps. I do like Marcus Epps. You know, he, he is a younger option at safety to bring in here to play strong safety besides and opposite uh Trayvon Merrick you know what I mean um I know there was rumblings that we could get Jordan Poirier but Jordan Poirier is 31 32 although I would like him I do like the younger option and somebody that they feel like they can mold for years to come you know what I mean so that that was a good signing you also signed Brandon Faison who was with us uh during the Gus Bradley era you know the year of Rich Basacha he was there with us um, and played for the Indianapolis Colts last year for Gus Bradley again. You sign him back. But at the end of the day, those two moves right there, I mean, I like the Marcus Epstein, and he's a for-sure starter. He's going to start. But, you know, they don't move the needle. At the end of the day, like, where the hell are my are my impact players, bro? Like, now, keep this in mind. I'm, I'm glad they're not overspending for shit at the end of the day because there were times when we were overspending, and we don't need to be doing that right now. We're not in the position to be – handing out dumbass contracts, you know what I mean, like other people are doing. But at the end of the day, I know that this regime, for as smart as they make themselves seem and as smart as they they as I think they might be, they know that this defense needs some fucking help, bro. Like and, and by the hour, by the day, the defensive market is is drying up. You get what I'm saying? Now, I will say this. 
defensive tackles, bro, we're probably going to have to draft one. Probably going to have to draft one because now I'm looking at the free agency class after all the signings from yesterday this morning. Bro, it, it's dry now. It's very dry. Dalvin Tomlinson has been signed. That was one of my guys I liked. Uh, Javon Hargraves, of course, went to the fucking 49ers. That's one of the guys I liked. Um, the Broncos guy, I believe Zach Allen, one of the guys. So you know what I mean? Like now that market is dwindling. You're probably going to have to look towards the draft or towards a trade if you're trying to get somebody in here to really impact the middle of that defensive line. You know what I mean? The 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 linebacker market, the linebacker market is still looking okay. It's still all right. There's still a couple guys in the linebacker market that you could be looking at. Levante Davis still out there. Bobby Wagner still out there. Kaiser White. Um, There are some guys, you know what I mean, that you could still be looking at. But at the end of the day, um, you know, you need to start start implementing these moves and start looking at some of these guys. Now, the, the linebacker market won't be too lucrative. Seeing at, at all the deals that I've been seeing so far from these linebackers haven't been as high as I thought they would be besides the Tremaine Edmonds thing, but he's 24 with years to play still. So that that's kind of a, you know, an outlier, but the, the linebacker class doesn't seem to be too lucrative. So that's a good thing. But now we transition from linebacker, bro. We got a secondary still needs more help. That Brandon face and shit, like for as cool as he is, bro, he should not be your starting corner once the season opens up. If he is your starting corner once the season opens up, we're in fucking trouble from the jump. You get what I'm saying? Like, there's no no goddamn way that that can be your starter opposite of who? Whom? You get what I'm saying? Like, who? Who will be the starting corner? Because as it, as it stands right now, you're looking at Nate Hobbs, Brandon Faison, Amik uh, 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 Robertson, Sam Webb, you know, Sam Webb there. What does that do? You get what I'm saying? Like, what what the fuck does that do against the Justin Herberts or or the Patrick Mahomes? That doesn't do anything as far as moving the needle. So what you're going to need to do is still go out and get you some more secondary help, okay? Whether that be within the free agency or whether that be within the draft because the, the cornerback draft class is very, very deep, very deep. You'll be able to grab somebody, but... If you want a little more veteran help, a little more veteran presence, you're going to need to still sign somebody. You know, James Bradbury still out there. Byron Murphy is still out there. Um, you know, so there are guys for the corner room to really come in and give you some veteran, you know, veteran assistance in that room. I've, I've been hearing rumblings. Jordan Poirier is not out of the running, but if he's not out of the running, what the hell do you do with Trayvon Merrick? You know, there's a lot of question marks right now within this offseason that I'm not really understanding. You know what I mean? But let's hope the plan is coming together at, at, a, at a certain pace that, that they wanted to come at. Um, I'm just trying to wrap my head around what the hell they're trying to do. Now, if you're trying to, if you're trying to bolster this defense, I feel like, what you're going to need to do now that you have signed Jimmy, you're probably going to need to go very, 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 very defensive heavy in this next draft. Very defensive heavy. Because the way it stands right now, you've made no signings. You haven't made needle-pushing signings. We're still middle of the road, damn near bottom defense right now. I mean, it's. I mean, even if you look at our D-line right now, our D-line, it's trash. Like our D line is trash. If you're looking at Matt, besides Max, there's nobody else 
We have nobody else to put pressure on the quarterback at all right now. So that needs to be addressed before you address any other motherfucking thing on this defense. As a concerned Raiders fan, I don't know who else feels the same way, but if you feel the same way, holla at me down in the comments, bro. If you do not get somebody to help Max Crosby on this defensive line, bro, it will be once again another fucking circus show of Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert running their asses all around the field and, and finally finding somebody 10 fucking seconds later because Max is the only guy to, to give any type of pursuit and chase. You feel what I'm saying? Like, they're... I am so tired of seeing just motherfuckers sit back there when they play. The, I swear, every quarterback probably sits there when they about to play the Raiders and licks their lips, bro. Pause. But li like, there's no fucking way they can sit there and, and feel any type of, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to get pressured today. It might, it might be a long day. I might have to be running around, get the ball out of my hands early. Motherfuckers don't got to do that when they play the Raiders, bro. They sit back there and pat the ball. You know what I mean? Take seven, seven fucking step drops. Like, bro, like, there's no fucking way we can go with the same goddamn D-line that we have right now. Or we're going to get torched, okay? They're just going to get torched. So they need to add to that. Before they do anything else, they need to figure that shit out, bro. Because if that's the case, either, either they're going to say, we're probably going to wait till the draft to find us some D-line help, which... Okay, because right now it's looking like you might have a slew of defenders at the pick number seven right now, especially if you got Jimmy. You 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 can have the ability and the luxury now to draft best defensive player available. Maybe it'd be Jalen Carter. Maybe it'd be Tyree Wilson. Maybe it'd be Will Anderson. You don't know who's going to fall. So, you know, that we have the ability to do that. But as for right now, man, we need to figure out a way to bolster that front seven. You feel what I'm saying? Like that front seven needs some help. So until we do that, I'm going to be on the edge of my seat for this defense. You know what I mean? I'm going to be on the edge. But let's hope that today, that they end up making the signing they need to make. And at the end of the day, you know, they come away with free agency um, with, a, with a clear plan on what they need to do as far as as far as free agency goes and as far as everything you know shakes out so once again it has been the sick podcast with the raiders recap make sure y'all are tapping on that like and subscribe button if y'all feeling a certain way if y'all feeling anything i said today make sure y'all tap in in the comment section and we can holler about it so once again it's been the sick podcast with the raiders recap sammy go ahead play me out and i'm gonna tap in with y'all next time and that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.